1: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
2: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Elise. Today we're continuing our series, Classic Rewind, by giving a review of Major League 2. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. Poddex are the hottest new tools for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code LARRY21. Code's right down there. LARRY21 for 10% off your order. Now let's dive into Classic Rewind of Major League Two. Objectively, it's a bad movie, and deep down, I know this. It's a craven attempt to replicate the success of a standalone film with a slapdash sequel, a play-by-numbers retelling, the original script, with a slightly shuffled and incomplete cast, some hackneyed jokes and plot holes the size of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. But let me tell you how deeply I love Major League Two. The 1994 sequel to the smash hit 1989 comedy Major League 2, which is available for streaming and purchase, commits pretty much all the sins a sequel can commit. Changes settings and castings without explanation. Rehashes jokes from the original, introduces new characters with no real development or purpose other than cheap gags. Premise is this: a down-on-its-luck major league baseball team assembles a plucky roster of has-beens, never worse, and outright weirdos, and defies a meddling owner and all expectations with a stirring pennant run. Wait, mm, nah, I take that back. That was a premise for Major League. Oops. Major League Two takes place the following season, despite coming out five years later. The Indians are now a pennant favorite after their surprise playoff run the previous year, and they've added a big free agent signing that promises to push them over the top. The evil owner is gone. The team is united. Everything's looking up. How do you make a plot out of this? You make them lose their way. Fearsome voodoo worshipping slugger Pedro Serrano, played by Dennis Haysbert, which I think is probably his best role ever. Has discovered Buddhism and lost his competitive edge. Base stealing speedster Willie Mays Hayes, played by Omar Epps, who replaced Wesley Snipes, is starring in action films and has lost his competitive edge. Fireballing bad boy pitcher Ricky e. Wild Thing Vaughn is taken up with a slick business manager and a host of corporate sponsors and has lost his. Well, you get the idea. Premise boils down to all your favorites are back. They suck now. Some things don't make sense at all. The original film wasn't shot in Cleveland, but rather in Milwaukee's County Stadium, which still bore a strong resemblance to Cleveland's Municipal Stadium, the Indians' home at the time. The sequel for its part is inexplicably set in Baltimore's Camden Yards, one of the most unique and recognizable as not Cleveland, settings in American sports. Look closely in a few scenes and you'll see extras wearing Baltimore Oriole hats. Eh, the costume budget was cheap, I guess. The film shouldn't work at all, but it does, and that's largely due to a supporting cast that serves mostly to get frustrated with the wayward stars. Bob Euchre returns as the Indian's foul-mouthed, whiskey-guzzling, play play-by-play announcer, and he's as sharply hilarious as ever. James Gammon reprises his role as crusty veteran manager Lou Brown, the perfect curmudgeon. Most importantly, Randy Quaid joins the cast as a wildly emotional fan who swings from gleeful optimism to screaming rage in the span of just a few games. Quaid's character may be the most accurate representation of Cleveland fans ever committed to film. It's a supremely more quotable film than its predecessor too, perhaps, because it's focused on a little else than being one 105-minute collection of zingers and insults that lent a lexicon to its target audience of teenage and 20-something dimwits like me and my friends. I can't count the number of times I implored each other to take a look at the scoreboard, grasshopper, bring some ill-advised competition. It manufactures familiar crises for its characters, defies logic and continuity, and ultimately builds to a climax that is completely formulaic and nonetheless thrilling. It's a sequel in every sense, a movie that would make no sense and have no appeal to someone who didn't come in loving its source material. That's alright, right? And that's our review of Major League 2. Let us know what you thought about Major League 2 in the comments section below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And now, we're getting into a new segment um, featuring Poddex. And this week, we start a deck. um, It's called Movie Night. It's available on the Poddex app. Uh, You can join Poddex, and you'll have access to this Deck. Um, as always, visit poddecks.com use the code Larry21 for 20% off your first purchase. Or, er, all least 10% off your first purchase. But, so today's question do you show up to the movies on time to watch the trailers, or do you prefer to roll up late? I get there kind of early as possible so I can get some food because if I ever order like hot food, like a hot dog or a pizza or cheeseburger or something it always takes forever and then also yeah i like to see the trailers, so i arrived on time i also like to see the uh what it, not the trailers but the early entertainment i think like amc used to have it i forgot the name of the program but it showed you like shows that were coming up um movies that were coming that were still being kind of developed. I know there was one time I was watching a movie and they were doing a special on Tomorrow War. But yeah, I like to get there early for the trailers. That to me is the... I'd say that's almost the main part of the reason I go to the movies outside of watching a movie. Because, I mean, the trailers... They're a work of art, and they always end up being pretty good. So yeah, that's I go for the trailers, and I get there early enough. me know, do you show up to the movies on time or to watch to watch the trailers, or do you prefer to roll up late? Let us know in the comment section below, or send us a tweet at CinemagoldShow, Gold Show, or on Instagram at the Cinema Gold Show. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week.